We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today is Wednesday, January the 26th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. And on today's show, as I sit in sunny Florida, the show must go on. And that's exactly what we do today. As I break down tonight's game as the Gamecocks welcome the Vanderbilt Commodores to Colonial Life Arena as South kind of looks for back-to-back SEC wins for the first time this season. Guys, I'll break down the game in its entirety. Of course, first things first, we'll talk Vandy. Also, top storylines, doors players watch for, keys the game, and I will lock in my prediction as well folks we have got a packed show for you here on this Wednesday and of course as always it's brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group guys for all your moving needs in the 2022 calendar year be sure to contact our friends over at Upstate Movers Group you can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group or of course if you have any other questions go to their website upstatemoversgroup.com that's upstatemoversgroup.com be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you let's get it It's pivotal that we keep perspective and that we do things that energize us, inspire us, and sometimes every now and then it's good to mix things up, shock the senses a bit, and even, dare I say, remind ourselves that our daily routine at the drop of a hat can be altered can be changed, and not only should we be able to accept that, but embrace that and use that to our advantage to fuel our creative juices and bring out the best in each and every single one of us. And folks, I say that because, of course, yours truly, TSUS, is on the road 
as we're in sunny Florida enjoying the weather right now, folks. Again, happy Wednesday, happy hump day. Hope you're all doing well because yours truly is doing fantastic here on this Wednesday. But very excited, guys, to talk to you all because like I said, and I'm going to start there, of course, if you did not know, I know a lot of you were shocked yesterday when you saw on social media, what in the world is Chris doing at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers facility? What is Chris doing at Raymond James Stadium? Again, guys, I told you last week on the podcast, I told you on Monday on the pod in the Daily Crow, but we are out of town for the rest of the week. TSUS is on the road, but you notice, by the way, we're doing the podcast. The Daily Crow rolls on as normal because, number one, guys, I love what I do. I'm passionate about what I do. Honestly, it fuels me. It drives me. I truly get to wake up and do what I am passionate about and what fuels me in my day-to-day life. But it's nice to switch things up every now and then. One of my goals for not just personal, but professionally, for the business, for TSUS, to keep things fresh. And again, as I said earlier, keep those creative juices flowing, was to get out and about more, to get on the road, to travel more, and to take advantage of those opportunities. And again, guys, it's exactly what we are doing this week, but all the content you know and love, guys. It's right here. going to appreciate you all. Guys, again, seriously, hope this show does find you well. And I hope you guys are staying warm in Columbia because, again, you know, it's not the warmest week down here in Florida, but I think tomorrow we got like 75 degrees. We're on the beach, if you will. So, hey, it could be worse. Sucks to suck, I guess. By the way, again, appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you all so much again, man, for the love and support. You guys, your, your love and support of the business, the merch, the content, everything we do. Uh, there's no way I'd have the opportunity to go on the road every now and then and travel and get out of the get out of the studio. I feel like sometimes I get cooped up in that studio. And again, it's good to get out and about in the world. I'm someone inspired by people, by the world, by structure, by nature, by art. So it's good to get out and about and see those things. And again, guys, I truly do appreciate you all, your love, your support, man, rocking and rolling with us. Without you guys, it would not be possible. But hey, I'm excited. I'm fired up to talk to you all here on this Wednesday because guess what? It is game day. And what a big game it is. As Sal kind of takes on Vanderbilt. What? We just played these guys, what, like three weeks ago or so. And the Gamecocks find themselves yet again squaring off against the Commodores tonight at Colonial Life Arena. Seven o'clock tip off on the SEC network. The series history, of course, Vandy leads it 32 to 30. But the last meeting, the Gamecocks won at Vanderbilt Stadium, Vanderbilt Gymnasium, whatever. I forgot the name, whatever. The gymnasium at Vandy, the stupidest gymnasium in all the SEC. The Gamecocks won that game. And you might remember in dramatic fashion, South Carolina winning that one 72 to 70. Scotty Pippen Jr. touching the ball last, did not get a shot off. South Carolina fighting out a really, really gutsy win. And it's interesting here how now in the rematch, South Carolina finds themselves in a position you know, not necessarily like they were before where you were looking for your first SEC win, but the Gamecocks need this W. No doubt on their home floor, you got to find a way to get this win and build off the momentum from Saturday's win over the Georgia Bulldogs. We'll see if they can do that. Guys, since the Gamecocks last took on Vandy, Vandy right now at 10-8 overall, 2-4 and four in the SEC. Their head coach is Jerry Stackhouse, of course. Vandy averaging 68.1 points per game and holding their opponents to 63.7 points per game. Again, when you look at the doors and what they've done since they took on the Gamecocks, of course, Vandy had that big upset win to open SEC play, beating Arkansas by a score in Fayetteville, 75 to 74. They then returned home, lost to the Gamecocks, 72 to 70 in that thriller. Since then, 
have lost three of their last four with the L's coming to against Kentucky at home, 78 to 66. They lost to Tennessee, 68 to 60. And then their last game, which was on Saturday, lost badly to Florida by a final score of 61 to 42. They did sprinkle in a win in that stretch over the Georgia Bulldogs by a score of 73 to 66. So again, the doors sit right now. At two and four in SEC play, exactly where South Carolina is. And I feel like sort of just a pesky team, a pesky team that's kind of been hanging around. I know they look, like, they look terrible in their last game against Florida, but you look at that Tennessee result, um, you know, even Kentucky, they hung around late in that game. They beat Arkansas. They played you close last time. So Bandy is a team that are they going to make any serious noise, in my opinion, in the SEC this season? Probably not. They're probably going to finish near the bottom. Are they going to be a tournament team? Absolutely not. But I think they're probably going to ruin some people's seasons, especially if you are not careful. I could see the doors most certainly doing that. And guys, we're talking top storylines. That's sort of where you got to start in this game. That is simply put the rematch, the familiarity between these programs and these teams you've already played just a couple of weeks ago. And you take a look at that game and how that one went down. Again, South kind of getting the win 72 to 70 in a really competitive back and forth game. Gamecocks were up 34 to 32 at halftime. 38 to 38 was the score in the second half, of course, which gave the Gamecocks the two point victory. Um, you look at the top performers in that game. James Reese had 13 points. Will Zavec had 10. Eric Stevenson, our guy Stevie, shooter shoot, had nine. A.J. Wilson with six. Jacoby with four. Um, you had Jermaine Kusnar with nine points. Keyshawn had six points. A bunch of other guys with five. And again, you found a way to get the W bottom line. You look at Vandy. Miles Stoot was the guy that really gave you problems. 19 points for them. And what's funny about the last matchup, one of my keys to that game, and I just think anytime you play Vandy, the key is keep Scotty Pippen Jr. in check. You got to keep him in check to give yourself a chance. I felt like the Gamecocks did that. He still had 17 points. Just goes to show how good he is. Uh, Jordan Wright with 15. Uh, you had Jermaine Mann with nine. After that, it really dropped off in regards to who hurt you on Vandy's side. But again, a really close competitive game last time. This was a great game. Vandy shot 39% in that game. You shot 55% to Vandy's 39% and still only one by two points. A big difference maker in that one, Vandy shot 8 of 22, 36% from three. You shot just three of 17, 17% from three. And of course, guys, we all know South Carolina has not had the advantage, it feels like, at all in free throws this season against anybody. You went 13 of 18 from the line, 72%. They went 26 of 36 from the line, 72%. So they they made, what, 13, double the amount of free throws. They made 13 more free throws than you did. Going to be something to watch in this game as well. But again, guys, the matchup, the matchup. How do these two teams, you know, we talk about in football. I know basketball is different. But as I talk to Brad Lawing, again, a coach, and I think any coach would say this, it is hard to beat a team twice. Because on one hand, you look from the South kind of perspective. How much do they change their game plan? Because you won last time, right? You're like, okay, maybe we should do this same thing, this same thing, this same thing. Then you got Vandy on the other side that's saying, well, we got to do things completely differently, right? And I know there's not as much game planning. If you, I feel like basketball is much more execution than game planning. And of course, I'm not trying to take away how much game planning goes into facing an opponent, but a lot of it's execution. 
But whenever you're checking on somebody again, whenever you have the rematch factor, beating someone twice is tough. Does that show up for South Carolina? Do, do, do we see the Gamecocks struggle in regards to, um, you know, changing up their plan, keeping the same plan? The chess match between Frank Martin, Jerry Stackhouse, going to be a lot of fun to watch in this game. Second storyline, guys, going back to the Georgia game, because we feel good right now, right? The Gamecocks. Got the win over Georgia. What a 16, 17-point win. You beat the dogs. It's always fun to beat UGA, as we talked about earlier this week. But here's the reality. In that game, you played a miserable 30 minutes. And you played a fantastic, crazy, out-of-your-mind 10 minutes with a run that you just don't see runs like that. 30-9 to to close the game and 24 to nothing at one point. You don't see runs like that, right? But you can't bank on that every time out. Right. You can't bangle that every time out. How does South Carolina avoid another slow start? Because you can't make a living that way. You start out, you give Vandy confidence, you give them a six, eight, 10 point lead at the half. You may not be able to come back from it. Again, Vandy played you very, very, very tough the last time. And I think we all look at this game as, you know, you already beat them at home. Vanderbilt's not all that great. It's a game you should win. It's a game you should win. But you got to avoid that slow start. How do the Gamecocks do that? What do they do to get the rhythm going early? Going to be very interesting to see. Speaking of two guys who can help in regards to getting going early, Keyshawn Bryant, Jermaine Kustar, have those guys finally found their rhythm? A huge storyline for me, guys. Because, again, those two players, I mean, it goes without saying, but to get the best version of this basketball team, you need those two guys to step up. Those were supposed to be the known commodities of this team, no doubt. They were supposed to be the guys you could depend on game after game after game. You weren't supposed to be having to look to Stevie to score 25 points. You weren't supposed to be having to look to James Reese and Jacoby Wright, God forbid, Jermaine Kusnard, Keyshawn Bryant, both guys that we at one time at least thought of as potential all-SEC type of guys. They've got to build off that Georgia game. They've got to build off that momentum and keep things going in this ballgame because, again, if they go ghost again, if they disappear – South Carolina is just going to have a very, very hard time establishing any sort of consistency, especially in their offensive game. So, again, did that Georgia game serve as the beginning of Keyshawn Bryant and Jermaine Kustard have found their rhythm? Or do they go back to more of the same and South Carolina has just left searching for a score to step up and lead them to a victory in this one? Uh, another big storyline, speaking of someone I'm looking to step up, and he had a solid game the last time against the Doors, again, going back to the statistics, you look at what he did last time in Nashville. Ten points in the game and three rebounds, okay? And at this point in the season, he was somebody I think South Carolina could have been on. He, he has struggled. He has struggled late, and that is Wilden's Levesque. Can he find his game in a game that I think the matchup's actually favorable for South Carolina down low? Uh, and I know Tyquan Woodley played really well for you down low. Frank Martin mentioned that, that his defense – in the second half of that game against Georgia really was the difference maker. But again, Wilden's Levesque, I know South Carolina's not great down low, but I think Levesque's a guy that is just so much better than he has showed of late. Does he return to form for you also? And my final storyline, guys, is this. Because I know we're not to my prediction yet, but I was really torn. I'm still right now as a recording going back and forth on the prediction. Because my final storyline is this. It feels like the more we know, the less we know. What do we really know about this basketball team? Because it feels like every time we expect South Carolina to maybe, you know, build some momentum and do something positive, they fall flat on their face. And every time we say, well, season's a wash, it's over, 
South kind of was able to kind of revive things and find a way to get a victory. Does anybody have any clue what's going to happen tonight? I mean, I mean, really, truly. Because you feel like you look at this game, South kind of will be favored. I'd be willing to bet they will be favored. It's on your home floor. It's a team you've already beaten. What does that mean, though? Does that mean anything for South Carolina? Does that mean, does that mean anything for the Gamecocks? I don't know that it even matters which South Carolina team shows up. Does anybody know? Does anybody know? It makes this thing intriguing. It makes it fun. But gosh, I feel like it makes us sweat more than we should have to. So we'll see what happens tonight. But uh, I feel like the more we know, the less we, we know with this bunch, which unfortunately I will say, I feel like that tends to be a theme when it comes to Frank Martin basketball teams. Uh, let's dive into Vanny players to watch for guys again. These are all the same as the last time. Guard Scotty Pippen Jr. right now, he's averaging 18.1 points per game, 3.4 rebounds per game. Again, you got to keep him in check. Guard Jordan Wright, 12.2 points per game and six rebounds per game. Really good player for them on the outside. And then Ford Miles Stute, who again led the charge against you last time, had 19 points in that game, 8.2 points per game and 3.1 rebounds per game. So again, Vanderbilt, the record's not great, but they do have quality players, as we've said before. And you talk about keys to the game. Now listen, shoot or shoot. I love the outside shot. I love the three ball. High percentage shot. So that's how you beat Vandy last time. Listen, you shot 54% from the field. Yes, they outshot you from three, but because you shot so well from the field, you were able to drive, get to the glass, convert, you were able to win high percentage shots, I think is what you need to lean on in this ballgame. My second key to the game, as I talked about last time and any time South kind of plays Vanderbilt, limit Scotty Hubbard Jr. Again, you ain't got to stop him. You don't have to completely put him out, but you got to limit him. He, he goes off for 25 or 30. You have absolutely no chance. Again, limit Scotty Pippen Jr. My final key to the game. My final key to the game is this. You just beat Georgia. Okay? You just beat Georgia. You finally have something to feel good about. A lot of your players and your team finally have something to feel good about. Parlay that positive. You know, just find a way to build on it, especially with a, a quick start, especially getting off the schneid and getting guys going early like Coos and Keyshawn and Stevie and, and all these dudes. Parlay the positive momentum. Don't squander it away because, hey, guess what? Fans can say whatever, all oh, that win doesn't matter. Who cares? Yet you found a way to win. Doesn't matter. You found a way to win. You got a big win over Georgia. You won by double digits in an SEC game. That's something you can feel good about. Make it back-to-back. -back. Make it back-to-back -back wins. So we'll get my three keys to the game. High percentage shots. Limit Scotty Pippen Jr. And parlay positive momentum, which brings me to my prediction. And again, guys, I'm not joking. I've gone back and forth in this prediction all show. I, I really have. Because on one hand, Everything says that South Carolina, in my mind, should win the game, right? It's on your home floor. You've already beaten them once. You're coming off an impressive performance against Georgia. Say what you want about the dogs. They're not good, but still, you took care of your business. Vandy coming off a very ugly performance in Gainesville against Florida. They lost 61-42, to 42, scored 42 points in that game, right? You finally got Keyshawn Bryant, Jermaine Kustar. Maybe you got them feeling good now. Stevie just went off for 20 points. Shooter shoot. You feel like South Carolina, there's no reason they shouldn't win this game. That's what terrifies me is saying that. That's what terrifies me. Because I feel like when the Gamecocks are in these type of positions, they do what the Gamecocks do. 
they fall flat on their face. Now, with that being said, I'm not ready to pick Vandy to beat South Carolina because I do think the Gamecocks are the better basketball team. And you're at home. Again, I think the crowd will be solid. I don't think it'll be what it was Saturday. Again, of course, that was a Saturday 3.30 tip, I think, on a Wednesday, middle of the week. I'm not sure what the crowd exactly is going to be like. I think it'll be okay. I know Frank Martin was urging fans to get out to the CLA. We'll see if they listen to his call, if you will. But as I said, I'm not ready to pick Vandy to beat South Carolina. But you know what? You know what? I have written down. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I've written down on my notes right now. I typed it in. South Carolina 68, Vanderbilt 62. I typed in South Carolina 68, Vanderbilt 62 just before I clicked record and went live. I'm changing my pick. I'm changing my pick because, I, you know what, I have to trust my gut here. I, I really do. I have to trust my gut, guys. I'm sorry. This just feels like the moment, the, the, the typical South Carolina letdown you don't show up. You don't play as good as you should. I hate to do it, but I cannot sit here right now in good conscience, read off that prediction I just put in while my, my, my brain, my gut, big brain, you know, big brain is screaming at me, Chris. You're, 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 you're going against everything you just said as to why, why, this is the, not the typical letdown spot to the Gamecocks. I got to go with my gut, guys. I'm going Vandy 70, Gamecocks 66. I, I don't want to, but it, it just feels like this team, I don't know, for whatever reason, it's a Frank Martin thing. It's a Gamecocks basketball thing. This team's not able to establish any sort of momentum. And again, I feel like in situations where I feel like I have this team somewhat figured out, I, I'm completely lost again. So, Unfortunately, right now, I think it's another one of those nights. I don't think we know who this team is. I'm not sure this team knows who it is. I don't know that this team is consistent enough. And let's call it for what it is. The last time you played Vandy, you escaped. You escaped. You escaped that game. Can you escape death twice? It's hard to beat a team twice. Again, I had written down South going to get into one of the Vandy. I, I just can't in good conscience, guys, with my gut screaming at me right now. It's telling me, Chris, hey, this is the moment that South Carolina turns back into South Carolina and lays that egg and loses the game that it absolutely, I won't say has no business losing, but we all feel like it shouldn't lose. So, again, with that being said, lock me in. I got Vanderbilt 70, Gamecocks 66. I, hopefully, I look like a complete idiot, and the Gamecocks play one of the best basketball games of the year and win this thing by double digits and, and what have you, and we'll all celebrate and we'll laugh about it on Thursday. But I, I just – I cannot right now go against my conscience. It's screaming at me. I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I got to trust my gut, man. I always do. And everything I do, whether it be business or life or predictions, I got to trust my gut. My gut tells me the doors get the job done at CLA. Again, lock it in. Doors at 70. Gamecocks, 66. Guys, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Hey, would love to hear your thoughts, your keys to the game, your top storylines, and your predictions in the comments below. Where am I right? Where am I wrong? Am I a complete idiot for picking Vandy to get the dub? You tell 
me. Guys, have a fantastic Wednesday. Appreciate you all tuning in. Again, stay tuned for all of the content this week. Podcast, Daily Crow. We are rocking. Some surprises as well might be coming your way, so stay tuned for that. And don't forget, guys, no Tin Roof Show tonight. Obviously, we are out of town. We are on the road. The content will be rolling, but no Tin Roof Show tonight. Navista will return next week and really excited to get back into that. So again, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Have a fantastic rest of your Wednesday. Go Cox, beat Vandy, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done